Welcome to Just Don't Lose the Money with Sam Lang, John Conley, and Ryan Marston. For more than two decades, Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners and Just Don't Lose the Money Radio have been broadcasting here in Boston with a focus on helping you prepare for retirement, always following their guiding principles. Rule number one, just don't lose the money. And rule number two, don't forget about rule number one. Now, just don't lose the money. Hello again and welcome to Just Don't Lose the Money radio show and podcast. My name is Randy Cook and each week we bring you one of the partners here at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And of course, today is our managing partner, Sam Lang. Sam, how are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. Great to be in studio with you. Yes. I feel like uh, getting out of the house and actually going into the office. It's kind of like a vacation for me. <laughs> it's it's good to be inside anywhere because it's starting to get cold. <laughs> That's for sure. That's for sure. How are you doing today? I am good. I'm good. Making my way through the holidays. I do not have my Christmas shopping done yet. I have a little Join bit. Join the club. And uh, there's a lot of empty boxes out in the garage right now. And <laughs> I, I don't want to throw them out because I know I'm going to use them. But uh, then, you know, you fill up the recycling bin and you're like, ah, I should have kept that uh, one. You know what? The FedEx guys know. He knows my address very, very well these days. That's for sure. I've got a friend who the Amazon guy knows exactly where he lives but the FedEx guy can't find him. So he's, <laughs> he's having a hard time. He just got a brand new house in a brand new neighborhood. So, so he's paying for all this stuff and not getting it. Exactly. Exactly. So a lot of phone calls. It's a, it's a busy, busy time of year. But I can't believe it's the holidays already. I know it. I know Where did it. the year go? And, you know, we think about the holidays and, and all that goes on right now. Maybe there's not as many parties and gatherings and concerts yeah. and stuff like that. But this is the time of year when we think about financial stuff because it's at the end of the year. We think about it at tax time in March and April. And then we also think about financial things. Is there something I should be doing before the end of the year to get myself set up? I mean, Sam, there's probably a lot of people calling for appointments right now. For sure. Yeah. Well, listen, we're here to the rescue today. That's for sure. <laughs> that's true. And we actually have an offer for people today that we're going to talk about. Actually, it's what I would call a really, really good resource, because if you don't, you think you need to do something before the end of the year and you don't know where to start, We've got a great checklist that we're going to go through, and it's on the website at 365retirement.com. And there's a little little blue box down there. It's a chat box, and you click on that, and it's available for you to download. So as we go through the show today and talk about these things, just go to the website, and you can get this list at no charge, and you can kind of go through. And, Sam, I would imagine it's a pretty extensive list, and people are going to go through and go, well, I know about that one. I have no idea about this one. Should I be doing that one? It's it's a good list, isn't it? You use that word resource, Randy, and I think it's a great way to sort of describe that year-end checklist for 2020 that we have uh, sort of compiled for our listeners. And, you know, I think a few weeks ago we were talking about getting things done and making sure you don't forget anything. And like you and like me, I do a lot better when I go to the supermarket with a checklist. Mm -hmm. That way I'm not buying everything I don't need and forgetting the more important stuff. So We've compiled this year-end checklist. There's 25 items, and you know each one of those items might not be applicable to, to every listener, but it's a great way for you to see, hey, I got this done. Let me put a check mark next to it. Yeah. And oh, like you said, I didn't, I didn't even know what tax loss harvest was. Let mm -hmm. me learn more about that. So I hope people take advantage of it and go to our website and download that. And there are some things that you can let go till after the first of the year. There are some things where the window closes on yes. December 31st. So we want to make sure that people know that. And we'll kind of highlight some of that stuff here today. So, Sam, as we start to go through the list, this is the time of year. And tax planning actually 
is the number one thing you got to think about because some of those things do go away on December 31st, don't they? Yeah, you can't say, hey, you know what, I'm going to deal with taxes come April 15th. Well, if you don't take action before the end of the year, you lose that opportunity. Mm-hmm. I would say that the one of the top items that people should be aware of is the changes that have been made to the required minimum distribution calculation. So there's, there's just been so many changes at the beginning of the year. We had this thing called the SECURE Act that essentially moved the age that you have to start taking money out of your retirement accounts from age 70 and a half to age 72. Mm-hmm. And that, that went into effect January 1 of this year. But then, you know, the pandemic hit and a lot of uncertainty. People were really concerned because their accounts went down dramatically. And then all of a sudden, the government passed this CARES Act which had a lot of different things, of which one was, guess what, folks? You can actually forego taking your RMD, if you choose to, just for this year. So we hear a lot of times when people say to us, hey, Sam, you know, I know I have to take the money out, but I don't really need the money. I got to take the money out, pay taxes, and I don't know what to do with it. Mm -hmm. Is there a way I can not take my required minimum distribution? Well, guess what? You're in luck this year. If you don't need the money, you can actually skip taking it, but you got to let your plan provider know. And it's very important. This whole RMD thing is really important just to understand because you don't want to make any mistakes. If you make a mistake, it's a very costly mistake because the penalty is actually 50% of what you were supposed to take out. Ouch. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) If you were supposed to take out $10,000 and you made a mistake and you didn't take it out, guess what? Your penalty is 50% of that, which is $5,000. That's a big number. Wow. So now you've given people the option here. They can take this RMD, they can take this money, or they can leave that money. What if somebody wants to take the money and not do the same thing that they usually do, and that is, you know, spend the money or put the money in an account? Can you give the money to charity? Can you do something else with the money? There's got to be other options out there other than you just taking the money. Yeah, I mean, there's actually a, a way for you to give that money away rather than just taking it. And then giving it away. If you give it away, what they call the QCD, a qualified charitable distribution, and you do it correctly. So let's say you have a, a Fidelity account and you tell your guy at Fidelity, hey, don't send me the RMD. Send it directly to American Red Cross. Mm-hmm. Then that money never actually appears in your tax return. You don't get a 1099 for it. There's no distribution. And it's just a really clean way of really killing two birds with one stone. One, helping the charity, but also taking care of yourself and not paying taxes on that money. So we're going through a checklist here. It's our 2020 end of the year checklist here at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, and we're making it available to you on our website, which is 365retirement.com. There's a little blue box down there, chat box. You can click on that and you can download this. So it's a great resource to you. So we're going through the list today. So we're talking about RMDs. We're talking about 401ks. And there are people out there, Sam, that don't have a 401k. They might be self-employed. There are options out there for them. And, you know, saving for retirement when you're a business owner becomes a little more difficult, but there are options out there for you, aren't there? Yeah, it's it's certainly difficult because you got to make sure you're doing it. But also there's opportunities that if you're self-employed, that most employees working for a company would not have. So one of them is called the Simplified Employee Pension, or in short, SEP. It's a SEP IRA, and it really allows small business owners to save up to as much as $57,000 a year into a plan where they actually don't have to pay taxes this year. 
They don't have to pay taxes next year as it's growing, but eventually they'll have to pay the taxes when they take it out. Mm-hmm. But the real benefit is that let's say I made, I had gross income or net income of call it $200,000 as a small business owner. And if I put in $50,000 into this simplified employee pension plan, then my taxes at the end of the year is only calculated on the 150000 not on the full 200000 So we get some immediate sort of satisfaction and gratification from taking a tax deduction. But, you know, we talk a whole lot about taxes. And I think that's one of the things that, Rainy, a lot of times people sort of overlook. We know there's taxes, but we overlook and we don't do enough planning to make sure that that we, you know, maximize our savings. That 57000 is a big number because it's I know that, yeah, because an IRA and, and a 401k, they don't have near that amount that you no, can put away. So that's really all. an advantage for a business owner. So one of the other things about that whole RMD thing, and you don't have to take it, and you talked about you can donate it, you can do a charitable contribution for it. But another thing that we've talked about in the past is taking some of that money from that forever taxed bucket over to the tax-free buckets so that you have some money in retirement years that you can grab and you don't have to pay taxes on it. That whole business of converting money over from the IRA to the Roth, that might be an opportunity. A huge opportunity. And I would say a great opportunity this year and going forward. If you're close to retirement and you have, like we see a whole lot of times, a lot of people that we meet have a substantial percentage of their savings in tax-deferred accounts. You know, since the inception of 401ks, everybody, I, don't, I, don't, I actually don't know one person that doesn't have a 401k. Mm-hmm. So we've been kicking the can down the road. And yeah, you know, my mother told me, when I retire, I'll be in a low tax bracket. So that's a good thing because this money that I haven't paid taxes on, when I go to take the money out, I'll pay less taxes. Well, listen, guys, I mean, if you're listening, you know that our world has literally turned upside down in the last year. And I think with, you know, our national deficit getting larger and larger, sort of not only my opinion, but a lot of other professionals feel that in the future, our tax brackets are going to go up. There's no place to go. It has to go up, which means if we can pay a little bit less today, we might be better off. So we've been talking a whole bunch to our radio listeners as well as our clients, talking about the advantages of doing a Roth conversion, which essentially means... You take some of your IRA money now, you pay the taxes today, which you know what it is, as opposed to paying it later when you don't know what it is. And then once you pay that tax today, and there's rules, you got to make sure that's five years from now before you take the money out. But in the future, it's going to come out income tax-free. It's a huge, it's a huge opportunity, especially today. You're listening to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast with Sam Lang, managing partner at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. And we're going through our 2020 end of the year checklist. And it's available to you on our website at no charge. All you have to do is go to 365retirement.com. There's a blue box down there at the bottom. You click on that. We'll ask you to put in your name and your email, and then you can download it. Simple as that. Great resource for you. And we've got a lot to go through yet because there's a lot of items on this list. And we're going to continue next on Just Don't Lose the Money. December is a time when we have a list of things to do. It might be a shopping list for gifts or a grocery list for a holiday meal. Creating a list can help you get things done. On today's Just Don't Lose the Money, we've been talking about an end-of-the-year checklist. 
for your financial life. It's full of ideas to help you evaluate your retirement accounts, your investments, and your tax and estate planning options. There are certain financial decisions that need to be made before December 31st. Do any of them affect you? Find out. Go to our website right now at 365retirement.com. Click on the blue chat box in the bottom right-hand corner, and you can download the checklist at no charge. Again, 365retirement.com. And click on the blue chat box, and if anything on the list brings up some questions, feel free to reach out to us at Rubino & Lang Wealth Partners to set up a free 15-minute strategy call with a financial professional. Again, that's 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the Just Don't Lose the Money radio show and podcast. My name is Randy Cook. I'm here with managing partner at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, Sam Lang. Now, Sam, we're talking about our end of the year checklist, which is available on our website at no charge. People can just go there and download it. And one of the things that we do at the end of the year is we say, well, you know, how'd we do this year in all sorts of different things? If you've got a goal to lose a little weight, how'd you do? If you're a runner, how are you doing? And, and you kind of look back and you evaluate and we can do the same thing in our financial life. And you've got John and Ryan at the office who are also dealing with all of the investment side of things, uh, yes. the, the market stuff, the up and down of all of these things. And we've had plenty of up and down this year, haven't we? We sure have. You know, I think a lot of people would like to forget about 2020 in general, <laughs> but we can't obviously sort of just, you know, have the ostrich effect, dig a hole and put our head in the sand yeah. and you know, sort of not look at things. But look, to your point, I think year-end is really a good time to kind of see, hey, you know, kind of like the diet. You know, I, I'm, you know, 180 pounds. I have a goal of going to 170. You know, where am I right now? Am I, am I actually at 190 or am I getting <laughs> close to my goal at 170? Right. So you want to assess your yearly goals. How did you do this year? So that means kind of digging in, going in there and saying, you know, where is my money? How is my money doing? The market went, you know, it went all the way down to 21,000, but we've gone up eight, 9,000 points. Did yeah. I ride that up? And was I, did I benefit from that? Or am I just kind of the same as where I was at the beginning of the year? And if you are, maybe you want to revisit that. Absolutely. And you can't just do like set things on autopilot. And just sort of set it and forget it, right? I mean, it's a dangerous thing. And I have one of those. I have a car that actually you can set and it, quote, unquote, drives itself. Mm -hmm. right? I mean, <laughs> I tried it a couple of times. I get a little nervous on the highway. I mean, I, it's not like I'm going to take a nap. But, yeah, you're right. It does put on the brake and slows the car down or speeds the car up when you're supposed to. But making sure that your goals are in line mm -hmm. with what you want to do going forward. So, you know, one of the things that I've learned – over time. And, and it really goes back to my parents. I learned this from my parents. My parents had a specific purpose for each one of their sort of types of savings. I remember growing up, my, you know, I came from a very modest family. My parents, you know, worked their tails off to give us a better life here in America. And my mom worked two jobs and my dad worked two jobs. And every Sunday morning they would have, we'd have breakfast together, but my mom would actually do the bills and she'd have these envelopes. And envelope one was, you know, the house bills or, mm -hmm. the, or the rent. Mm -hmm. uh, envelope number two was the grocery money. And she would never take the rent money to use it for groceries, right? So each envelope had a specific purpose. Mm -hmm. I think today, a lot of us, you know, we just try to save money. We try to have the money grow and the account balance be higher than it was yesterday or last year. But without sort of thinking about which account, well, this account is designed because my wife and I always talked about when we retire, we're going to buy this nice little cottage up in, you know, Wells, Maine. And that's what this money is for. Yeah. This 401k is to give me 
the shortfall that I might have when I retire because my paycheck stops. So that's what the 401k is designed for. My Fidelity account is designed to make sure that, because I don't think I'm going to need the money because my wife has a pension, et cetera. I want to make sure that Fidelity account, I can take on some risk and it's going to grow because that's designed to be left alone and then be an inheritance to my kids. So we want to think not only in terms of percentages, but in terms of your savings for each specific purpose. Did it reach the goal that you're trying to achieve? Yeah, my dad was the same way. I remember when he passed away, we were out in the garage looking at all this stuff and saying, you know, who's going to get what? And my mom looked at me and she said, I'll tell you what's out here someplace. And I said, what's that? She said, there's money out here somewhere. (laughs) For sure. Okay. We're having a big yard sale. Yeah. And I looked up and there was a coffee can and I looked in the coffee can and sure enough, there was money in the coffee can and that was my dad's fishing money. He would always put $20 every week for our next fishing trip and there was about $600 in there and that was for a fish. So he had a purpose. He did the same very thing, just like the uh, the envelopes that you were talking about. So having a purpose for your money and if you have a, a block of money there and it's just a block of money, well, that's something to sit down and talk about for sure. We're talking about our end of the year checklist and just kind of financially getting your house in order and and getting yourself set, not just for next year, but getting set for years to come. And when you take a look at things, money is in different places, as you said, Sam, and the retirement plan contributions need to be doing one thing. There's something for growth. There's something that you'd want to go up and down. There's something that you might not want to go up and down. There's safety and there's growth. So you got to kind of assess that, don't you? Precisely. Absolutely. And I think that's where another checkbox that you should make sure that you you think about and make sure it is complete is rebalancing your portfolio. Mm -hmm. So let's say you have a, as an example, let's say you have a 60-40 mix, 60% in things that you want to grow, 40% in something that you want to keep safe. Well, aside from when the pandemic first hit and the market really taking a big drop, it's really come back very nicely in the last six months. You know, the Dow's in an all-time high. I look at my own 401k, I'm like, holy crap, it's just doing pretty well. So at the end of the year, that 60-40 split might be a little bit different because your equity positions have increased quite a bit. So mm-hmm. now instead of 60-40, it might be 70-30. Well, if you're getting older, and every year we're all getting older, and your end zone is getting nearer because your retirement is now, instead of five years away, it's four years away, you want to make sure that you look at that portfolio mix and it's in line with what you want. So now you say, hey, you know what? I'm pretty conservative. I'm 60-40, but really it's 70-30. So you want to make sure that you rebalance that with your financial professional. If you're working with somebody, make sure you have that discussion about making sure that you might rebalance that. So now instead of 70-30, it looks more like 60-40 again. And that might be something. Does that make some sense? Yeah, absolutely. And you can even look at that inside your 401k. How is that all balanced out and how is that all divvied out within your 401k? And speaking of that, this is the time of year to say, hey, I got a raise this year. Maybe I push that whole thing into the 401k and help my retirement accounts to figure out how much you want. You want to go up by another percentage or something like that. That's something to consider this year. Absolutely. You can change that. You would still have time Time, you know, because your retirement plan contributions for everybody into a 401k is 19500 And if you're over the age of 50 years old, you can have this catch-up provision. Uh, it's another $6,500. So maybe maybe you were on furlough for a couple months and you scaled back and you weren't adding monies into your 401k. And you did that for maybe two months. And you had, hey, I'm going to put 10% of my account of my salary into my retirement savings. Well, now that you're a little bit behind, maybe because you put that on the sidelines. So now is the time to make sure 
that you maximize your contributions. There's a lot of things that you really should be doing. That's why we're making this year-end checklist available to people. And it's on our website at 365retirement.com. There's a little blue chat box down there. You can click on that. We'll ask you to put your name and your email in there so that you can download it, and it's free to you. Check that out today and uh, get this list that we're talking about today. Well, we love the people at Fidelity, and we love the people at Vanguard, and we love the people at John Hancock who for they're handling our money, but they don't work for free, do they, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> you sure about that? Uh, I don't uh, think so. Nobody works for free. I don't think so free. either. Yeah. yeah, you want to make sure that you check your fees. They're in line. And listen, you got to pay. There's no, you know that, what is that old saying? There's no free lunch. Yeah. Right? So nobody's going to do anything for free. But you want to make sure you get value out of what you're paying. Our company, Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners 401ks with Transamerica, and every year as the trustee and, you know, so the person in charge of that 401k, I get this list of fees. And I don't know, we got like 35 different choices in there. And, and some of those choices, the fees are pretty high, you know, 1.7, 1.82%. So you just want to make sure you know what you're getting. And you want to make sure that, hey, if I'm paying a, a higher than average fee, my return should be higher than the average. So making sure that your fees are in line with what you get is a really important thing to take a look at. And, and if, I got to tell you, for the most part, very few people know what they're paying. Sometimes we ask people, what are you paying in fees? And they'd be like, eh, I have no idea. You know? <laughs> I didn't know I was paying fees. I didn't know I was paying fees. Yeah, so. right. Well, one more area that we want to get to before we end our segment today on the 2020 end of the year checklist, and that is beneficiaries and titling. And, you know, if something happens to you, you want your money to go to the people that you love. You don't want somebody in a black robe deciding where your money's going to go. So this yeah, is wanna, important. That's very important. You want to avoid probate as much as possible. And, you know, probate's not like a dirty word. It's a terrible thing. It can be very costly, but I will tell you it's very time consuming and it sort of like ties everything up, yeah. right? So a lot of times people sort of the, you know, do it yourself at home type of mentality. They'll put their kids' names on their big accounts. I had somebody tell me, I got, you know, $400,000 in my checking account and I put my son's name on it because he's my only child and sooner or later he's going to get the money anyways. I probably wouldn't do that because what if your son got divorced? What yeah. if your son got into a car accident? Well, that $400,000 supposedly is half his, so it might be in jeopardy. The more proper way for us to think about it is, and one of the check boxes is just make sure that all of your accounts have proper titling. And what do we mean by that? There's something called TOD, transfer on death, and that's generally used for investment accounts. And there's something called POD, paid on death, and that's generally reserved for bank accounts. So in my case, if I had, you know, one child, Sam Jr., it would be Sam Lang and TOD or POD, Sam Jr., which means if I die today, literally tomorrow, they walk into the institution, show them a death certificate, and boom, it's theirs. No probate. It avoids everything. No costs, no hassles. And it's done, boom, instantaneously. As you can see, the tax area, the legal area, the financial area, they all overlap. And that's why they're all on this checklist. And it's such a valuable resource to you. 365retirement.com is our website. All you have to do is look for that blue box, click on that, and you're on your way. We're going to take a break. And when we come back, hey, 2021 might be your year. It's the year to retire. We have uh, a couple that is in that situation. And they have a big question about their money. It might be your question, and we'll have it for you coming up next on Just Don't Lose the Money. We hope you're enjoying the retirement conversation. If you're ready to take the next step, 
Call the team at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners for a complimentary 365 retirement plan consultation. If you're serious and saved $500,000 or more for retirement, there's never been a better time than now to have a written retirement plan. You'll learn where you are now and what you should be doing to retire with confidence. Call 617-440-9365. That's 617-440-9365. And on your computer at 365retirement.com. And welcome back to Just Don't Lose the Money, the radio show and podcast. My name is Randy Cook, along with Sam Lang, managing partner here at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. You know, every week as we do the show, you know, we're in the COVID situation here. Everybody's in their own house and we're kind of stuck in our houses. So that's why each week you hear somebody different. John Conley is here. Ryan Marston is here. Sam is here. And I want to make sure that, Sam, everybody knows you've got a team of people. You know, when people sit down and you've kind of got people who are specialty and, and working with investments, working with taxes, working with safe money. You've got a team of people to put together to handle all the different areas of people's financial lives, don't you? Yeah, I think that's a very important thing that people should look for. It's not just, and then there's nothing wrong with one-man shows. I mean, back in the day when we started this business 30 years ago, it was Rich Rubino and myself. And, you know, we had one office, we had one desk, we sat across from each other and, you know, <laughs> boom, we were in business. But today we have a staff, we have a team, we have people that are in support capacity, we have advisors, we have people that are, you know, helping you strategize your retirement. And that's really what John, Ryan, and myself, that's, that's really the core of the team. And we bring in other professionals like, you know, state planners, CPAs, whatever, whatever the client really needs, we're there to help them. And it's important sort of thing to, it's an important characteristic to look for when you're determining, hey, who should be, who's qualified and who should I be working with when I think about all these really important things like my money? Yeah. And the two guiding principles that you've had all along are still there, aren't they? They're still there. Uh, you know, things have changed throughout this world for sure. But in our business, when it comes down to sort of, you know, some rules that we follow, we, we made these rules up many, many years ago, and it has become our guiding principles. Rule number one, just don't lose the money. And rule number two, don't forget rule number one. There it is. And I think that in this next email, you're going to hear what these people are looking for. And I think they are exactly looking for those guiding principles. You know, anytime you go to a, a website, a financial website of any time, a lot of times they'll have a Q&A column in there. You got a question? Ask us. And you can do that here with us as well. You can set up that 15-minute strategy call and get your questions out on the table. But this one comes from the Bank Rate website. They got a Q&A column. And this is a couple that's going to retire next year. Take a listen to this and see what you think. I'm 64, my wife is 63, and we plan on retiring in September of 2021. I have a 401k, my wife has a 403b, and together we have an IRA. We're going to supplement it with Social Security income and my wife's state pension. So according to my calculations, we should probably be able to support ourselves for 25 years till I'm 90 and my wife is 89. That's how much money they believe they have. Here's his question. How do I lock in my account balances so I don't lose any more in this uncertain future? Or do I leave it as is and hope for things to improve? Sam, he That's says, the million-dollar question, isn't I, it? I just don't want to lose the money, Sam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I got to tell you, I got to compliment these people. It sounds like they've done a really good job, mm -hmm. right? They have a bunch of different sources for income. Luckily, the wife probably maybe a teacher. She has a state pension. They have Social Security. 
They have three different places that they've saved money, 401K, 403B, and also an IRA. So, you know, first and foremost, if you're listening, congratulations, you've done a great job. But I think the danger there is I did my calculation and I have enough money to live till I'm 90 and my wife's 89. Mm-hmm. Well, what if you live beyond 90? Yeah. You know, do you want to actually wake up and say, well, you know, what do I do now? I, don't, I, I ran out of money. You know, my dad died at age 97. My mom died at age 95. I assure you, when if I asked them when they were in their mid-60s as they were retiring, hey, do you think you lived in the mid-90s? They'd be like, no, heck no. Mm-hmm. But they did, and many people do. So we like to, when we put our plans together, we like to make sure that you have enough money to last you for your lifetime, right? That's what we call longevity risk. But their question is, how do I lock in my account balances? And I think it's a sort of a great segue into what many people are thinking. If these people are saying, hey, you know what? I have three income sources, Social Security, pensions, but the third income source is for my savings. And if I have a half a million dollars, I can safely take out maybe 20 grand a year. But if my half a million dollars goes down to $400,000, well, I need to take out more in a higher percentage if I need that $20,000. So that's sort of where the danger comes in. We have this thing called sequence of returns. I don't want to bore our listeners right now in terms of how it works. But the important thing is to make sure that you sort of you, you keep what you got, right? Yeah. I look at my 401k, you know, Dow's over 30,000 points right now. So my balance is, you know, fairly healthy. Well, tomorrow it could go down. Next week it could go down. It never sort of gets, quote unquote, locked in until you actually sell something and make a decision. At our firm, we, when the fit is right, there are sometimes we talk about financial vehicles and products and insurance products that automatically lock in on an annual basis. And, and Randy, you and I talk about this a whole lot, mm-hmm. but let's, let's focus in on this for the next minute or so. There are opportunities where people can put money aside for retirement, and generally it's designed to give you a place to get income that you can count on. It's kind of like you know sustainable, reliable, and predictable income streams from this type of money. But let's use an example. We put in you know $200,000, and let's say we earned 5% exactly a year from today. Well, that means our $200,000 now is worth $210,000. So at the end of that time period, that $210,000 becomes your new principal. That's your low point. Yeah. That's your low point. Right. And if the following year, the market crashes or what have you, the economy tanks, you don't go backwards. Your new floor is $210,000. That's what we call an annual reset and it gets locked in and becomes your new principal. So the following year, if things turn around and they, and they go back up, they go back up from 210000 not a lower number. And this might be sort of confusing to comprehend over the radio waves, but it's really important to understand that there are financial vehicles that will help you automatically lock in your gains each and every year. Which seems like that's exactly what this couple is looking for. But I think so, yeah. One of the things about this, and there's so much to glean out of here, we could probably do a whole show on this email, but he says, I'm 64, my wife's 63, and we plan on retiring next year, September 2021. So we don't know if he has a financial professional in his life or this is the first time he's actually reaching out. But that brings up the question, Sam, at what point 
do you reach out? I mean, he's he's 10 months away from retirement and he's reaching out for financial advice. Is that too early? Is that too late? I mean, when do you actually ask somebody about these questions? That's a great question. So when do you talk to somebody? When do you sit down with a financial professional? Is it is it a certain age? You know, do I do I start talking to somebody when I'm 60 or 65? The answer is, in my opinion, no. Sometimes people say, well, I don't want to waste anybody's time. And when I reach a million dollars, that's when I think I should talk to somebody. My, again, in my opinion, I don't think it's determined based on how much money you have. The way I look at it is, hey, when you say to yourself and you look at what you have and you say, you know what? That's a pretty good number. And I just don't want to lose it. I don't want to go backwards. Mm-hmm. That's a wonderful time to actually sit down and, you know, do an assessment, get a, maybe a second opinion. And it's not to say what you're doing is, you know, you're not going down the right path, but it's always great to have a different set of eyes on it. And when you actually say to yourself, hey, what I have, I want to keep and I don't want to go backwards. That's a great time to sit down with a financial professional. And that is exactly what we offer to you. If you've got questions, you're at that point right now where you say, I like what I see. I like this balance. If I could just keep that and grow it by a little bit, I'm going to be just fine. Let's make sure you've got a strategy to do that. And we offer you a 15-minute strategy call. If you want to talk to a financial professional and just get some of these questions out on the table, give us a call at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Here's our number, 617-440-9365. 617-440-9365. You can also, if that leads to us sitting around saying, you know what, I kind of like what I see here. I like you guys. Let's put something down on paper. We call that the 365 retirement plan, and we can talk about that as well. But you can start with that 15-minute strategy call. Get that scheduled, 617-440-9365. Well, a lot of people might be saying, well, yeah, I know, but I there's a lot of information online. I can probably do this financial stuff myself because you might be that do it yourself or you know the people at home depot are right now saying that business is up in store 60 percent the business online is up 80 percent there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there but there was an interesting study that was done it says about a third of american homeowners have started a home improvement project and said I'm over my head. I got to call in a professional. You got to fix this for me, whatever I did. Sam, are are you a do-it-yourself guy at all? (laughs) As you're saying that, I'm literally chuckling right now because I can, I'm raising my hand and I can attest to that because (laughs) my, so, and and this is probably more information than than people want to know, but about four years ago, we redid our foyer in in the front entrance. And I said, I've always wanted to, and I go into, you know, these beautiful, like uh, restoration hardware. Yeah. And you see these big mirrors. And, and I said to my wife, Eileen, I would love to have a big mirror as soon as you walk into our door. So against what she wanted to do to please me, we bought this big mirror. Okay. And it takes up this entire wall. So just the other day, she said, you know what? I've been standing at that stupid looking mirror for five years now. Let's get rid of it. And I'm going to buy some wallpaper and then we'll put a nice small mirror in front of the wallpaper. So sure enough, we went to Home Depot or I think she might have bought it online. And she said, Sam, this is our project for the weekend. Well, guess what, Randy? You know exactly where the story's going. You're doing it. Okay. I'm doing it. And, of course, the wall is like six feet wide. The wallpaper is four feet wide. And I'm trying to match up the design. Uh And I completely butchered it. I've never put up wallpaper in my life. (laughs) I had no idea how to take it off. And sure enough, after... You know, six hours of, of this painstaking <laughs> attempt to put up wallpaper. 
we ended up calling a, a good friend, Kevin, who is a paint and wallpaper guy. And he came in, you know, we paid him a f- fair amount. Of, but he did it right. That's yeah. my point. Yeah, he was the he's the person who does it for a living. It's a long way to get there, folks, but we might feel like we can do this financial planning ourselves because there's a lot of information online. But, Sam, at what point do you get over your skis? Do you say, I, <laughs> I, I, I can't do this anymore? At what yeah, like, point? Yeah, well, like I said earlier, it's not based on, in my again, my opinion, it's not based on a certain age mm-hmm. or it's based on a certain amount of money. We hear a lot of times people come, well, I don't know if I should come see you. I don't have X amount of money. Or at what time should I be reaching out? to a financial professional. Yeah. Again, as I said, it's when you look at your stuff and you say, you know what? I think I've done a pretty good job. And I look at this number and I just don't want to go backwards. I don't want to lose what I have. That's a wonderful time. And not only is that a good time, but also if you're nearing retirement, we have this thing we call the retirement red zone, mm-hmm. which is really sort of the 10 years before you retire and the first 10 years of retirement. That's a really important 20-year time period. And you want to make sure that you at least get started on that to make sure that you're on the right track and have a sort of a plan of attack. And, you know, we're, and we're all experts when the market's going up. But when it goes down, that's when we suddenly go, uh-oh, <laughs> exactly. I'm over exactly my skis. Right. Yeah. So this is the kind of time, you know, where you might feel good about things. Market at 30000 and your balance is up. But what a better time at the end of the year now to sit down with a financial professional, get a good strategy for the future, not only during good times, but also during the rough times. And certainly we had one of those earlier this year, a very rough time in February, March. And how smart were you feeling back then? Give us a call at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Let's sit down, get your questions out on the table. Talk to a financial professional and say, hey, I'm worried about this. Can you help me? Here's a a number you can call for a 15-minute strategy call. 617-440-9365. We'll be right back with more Just Don't Lose the Money. December is a time when we have a list of things to do. It might be a shopping list for gifts or a grocery list for a holiday meal. Creating a list can help you get things done. On today's Just Don't Lose the Money, we've been talking about an end-of-the-year checklist. For your financial life, it's full of ideas to help you evaluate your retirement accounts, your investments, and your tax and estate planning options. There are certain financial decisions that need to be made before December 31st. Do any of them affect you? Find out. Go to our website right now at 365retirement.com. Click on the blue chat box in the bottom right-hand corner, and you can download the checklist at no charge. Again, 365retirement.com. And click on the blue chat box, and if anything on the list brings up some questions, feel free to reach out to us at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners to set up a free 15-minute strategy call with a financial professional. Again, that's 365retirement.com. Welcome back to the Just Don't Lose the Money radio show and podcast today managing partner at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners, Sam Lang, is guiding us through some great financial information. And we actually have for you something that you can download from our website that may be very helpful for you. It's an end-of-the-year checklist, all sorts of financial things that you can think about, that maybe you can act on, or maybe we'll start a conversation with our team when you set up that 15-minute strategy call. Just go to the website, 365retirement.com. There's a blue box there, a chat box. You click on that and you can download it right there. So 
get that end of the year checklist may be very, very helpful for you. So, Sam, when you look at the year and, you know, something may have happened this year, you may, maybe somebody passed and maybe you get an inheritance and that's not going to be that unusual. There's a, uh, a United Income study out there right now that says baby boomers over the next 10 years are going to pass along 36 trillion dollars that's a big number that's isn't a it? really big number wow you know and and i i love my mom and i want her to be here on this earth as long as possible but i know that you know her house is there and there's some assets there but you know who else is waiting in the wings and wringing their hands and can't wait for their piece of this money let me take a guess that creepy uncle in the corner. <laughs> old <laughs> uncle, uncle Sam. Sam. Yeah. yeah, that is something that, you know, even in our checklist we address is passing money along efficiently. And that is something that's really important with financial planning, isn't it? Absolutely. I think a lot of times we hear people say to us, hey, you know what? I want to, yes, that's great. My portfolio is in check. My income's in check. Now let's move on to making sure that my kids get the money the way, you know, I want them to to get it responsibly. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes you, oftentimes you hear, well, you know, I got three great kids. You know, my daughter's married to this guy that's really, really smart. They know what to do. They're good head on the shoulders and they'll be responsible. But my son, he's a great kid. But, you know, if I left him any money today, tomorrow there'll be, you know, three new cars in the driveway. There's always one. <laughs> and they'll blow it, you know. So how do I make sure they don't blow it? <laughs> that is very important. And, I mean, you can, as the person who's passing that money down, you can write that in, can't you? You can you, make those kind of plans. Absolutely, absolutely. We oftentimes talk about, and you know, I'm not an attorney. Rich Rabino, my partner, who's retired now, was the attorney. Mm-hmm. But we always had a lot of sort of input when it comes to that retirement plan. It's not, again, it's not only about the money. It's about the future of the money. And part of that, any good written retirement plan should include not only, again, the money, but tax planning, but also estate planning. And estate planning just simply means how do I pass on my money to my loved ones appropriately, the right way, right? So if you don't want your kids to blow the money, you might want to consider some type of a trust, either revocable or irrevocable. Hopefully you have a good estate planning attorney. If you don't, you should find a way to talk to somebody and not just a general practitioner, but a specialist, somebody that's maybe in the elder law or estate planning arena. And I will tell you that they will probably say the same thing right now, which is leave it to them in a trust. So I'll give, I'll use an example when my parents passed away, my dad passed away, nothing really happened because my mom was still around. And when she passed away, it was, you know, it was painful for all of us. But when it came down to, to distributing the assets, and there wasn't much, there was a house and there was a little bit of money and a, a retirement account. But I got to tell you, from start to finish, it probably wasn't more than 30 days because they left everything in trust. I was the trustee. There's five kids. I'm one of five children. And then they actually split up into six shares because there was 14 grandchildren. So each one of me and my siblings, we got one-sixth of their estate. And then all of the 14 grandkids got a little bit of, you know, a little bit of like uh, vacation money, that type of thing. Mm -hmm. And it was very easy because it was all spelled out in the trust. On the flip side, if one of the, let's say one of my sisters were, quote-unquote, responsible with money, and she would have blown it just like these people they're talking about. They're afraid of making sure that that doesn't happen. Then maybe that trust would have said, well, if Sam gets his money, you know, all at once, but, 
in order for Mary, his sister, to get her money, she needs to take it out over five years or 10 years or maybe her lifetime or some type of provision that's already put in there. And, you know, having instructions and having guidance is really important. That's what a trust does. So we may have to get, add a guiding principle here. There's just don't lose the money and just don't blow the money. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That could be an entirely different radio show. Just don't blow the money. We just came up with a new bumper sticker and a, and a new T-shirt here go. for Rubino and Lang. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, that is something we talk about that. Tax planning, legal issues, and financial all kind of go together. And you want to go someplace where you've got somebody who's been in this business for an awfully long time who has these skills, connections and team members, and that's what you find at Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Give us a look online at 365retirement.com. There's a lot of things in our end-of-the-year checklist that you can take a look at that have to do with estate planning, wills, trusts, titling, beneficiaries, all these different things. If those things aren't locked down in your life, Download this list and take a look there and see what you can do with it. It's at 365retirement.com. Click on that blue box there and you'll be on your way. So we're looking back at 2020 today. And one of the things, one of the numbers that has come back is inflation is up in 2020 1%. Now, don't tell my wife that because when she goes to the grocery store, she says prices are way more than 1% higher. But that is a low number, Sam, 1%. There's been times in our history where we've had 6, 7, 8, 9, 10% inflation. Back in the 90s. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Yeah. Inflation was very high. So in our firm, we always do two things. One, we never miss the fact that you have to put inflation as a factor into your future plans. So if you need, if you said to me, Randy, hey, Sam, I did the numbers. I need $2,000 a month to supplement my retirement. I'm going to tell you that's great, but you need more than $2,000 a month come next year mm-hmm. and the year after and so on. And, and the inflation, average inflation number that we use for our retirement plans is 3%. So and I'm sure everybody will agree with me. Things cost more. Maybe gas is probably one of the things that have gone down. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you know, 10 years ago, I never would have imagined I'd be paying $2 for a cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts. Right. Well, guess what? It's almost two bucks now. I remember when I first started drinking coffee, it was like 60 cents. So things cost more and more and more. Look, just look at housing prices. I mean, the average cost of a starter home in greater Boston area, I think I read somewhere it was like more than $500,000. Wow. It wasn't that long ago when you say, hey, you know what? $500,000 is going to buy me my dream house. Well, not anymore. So things cost more and more, and we need to make sure that we understand that. I think conceptually and intellectually, we, we understand that, but we need to make sure that we put that into our projections going forward. To sit down and have that kind of a plan, to handle all of that and check all those boxes is really what you want to talk about when you talk about your retirement and your financial life. If you have questions about what this is all going to look like, maybe it's just about your 401k or just about Social Security, but that can add in a lot of conversation here. We call it a 15-minute strategy call. There is no charge there, and you can sit down and talk to a financial professional. Our number, 617-440-9365. You can set that up. Give us a look on our website today and download that free 2020 end-of-the-year checklist. You go to 365retirement.com, little blue box down in the right-hand corner. Click on that, and you'll be on your way. 
Sam, we're just about out of time, but I'm going to leave you today. And you can give us those two guiding principles for Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners. Yeah, for sure. You know, we're always here helping people to and through retirement, Randy. But we never want to forget the guiding principles that put us where we are today, which is rule number one, just don't lose the money. And rule number two, don't forget rule number one. For more information, to schedule a consultation or upcoming retirement planning event and radio showtimes, go to rlwealtheducates.com. John Conley and Ryan Marston are investment advisor representatives of Retirement Wealth Advisors, a registered investment advisor. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles discussed should not be considered investment advice or recommendation to buy or sell any financial vehicle. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments can fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Investment financial professionals are not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if John Conley, Ryan Marston, or Sam Lang are licensed in your state, Please call 617-630-8787. Rubino and Lang Wealth Partners are not affiliated with nor endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency and does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance products and annuity products offered through RNL Insurance Agency. Massachusetts Insurance License Number 1783398.